Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It's Monday, February 12th, and we are here on Valentine's Week helping you make better financial decisions or maybe just any financial decision. Some people are just locked in inertia. I know that's very common. If you need some assistance, if something's going on in your life that touches your money, go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button, write your note. And if you want to come on the air live with us, check that box. If you want to join us uh, via video for the YouTube show, Jill on Money Powered by the Compound, check that box. While you're on the website, check out my book, The Great Money Reset. It's out in paperback and you will find that it is still holding the same exact system for analyzing how to make a big change in your life that we really honed during the pandemic. Hey, still works today. And uh, the Great Money Reset is something that I think many of you are actually talking to us about. So if that's you, check it out. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That is for 35 bucks, where you have access to quarterly live webinars for the next 12 months. Next up, Mark, have you read Cal Newport's book yet? I am starting it and it's already fabulous. He's going to be our next guest. I just think he's like a great he's like a great level setter about like, how do you actually become more effective in the things you're doing and not letting distractions get you off track? Or maybe you want a few distractions because sometimes when you're distracted, something good starts to happen. Anyway, check it all out on the website, jillonmoney.com. Today, we are going to talk to Russell, who is on the line from the Pacific Northwest. Hello, Russell. How are you? Uh, Great. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Of course. Tell us what's going on. How can we help you out? Okay. So I'm uh, 57 and a half and uh, I'm thinking about retiring in the next five to seven years. I have a 401k uh, with uh, just over a million in it. And uh, I got, I had sold some rental properties. Oh, it's been five years now. And uh, I just never put that money to work. Uh, It's kind of sitting in cash. So I think I'm, I might be a little cash heavy and I was just uh, wondering what your thoughts were. 
All right. You said you're 57 and a half. Are you married or single? Uh, single. And do you have kids? Yes, two, but they're both launched at 26 and 29. Okay. Right now, uh, you said you're going to, you want to retire in five to seven years, but would you want to accelerate that if you could? Is that part of your potential um, idea here and thinking about how to get the cash to work? Possibly. Uh, not in any real hurry to I enjoy my job. So, uh, okay. Happy Great. Day. How much do you earn right now? Um, about 135 a year. And do you um, live in a home that you own or a condo or something like that? Yes, own a home. How much is it worth? Uh, it's about six fifty right now, it says. Is there a mortgage that's outstanding? Uh, no, it's paid for. And any other, you said you sold rental property, but any rental properties still that are in your um, picture here? Nope, I'm I'm done with that. <laughs> so maybe you made a few bucks. So how much money's in cash right now? Uh, I have a uh, about two ninety nine in a... Bank in a savings account that's earning about four and a half to five right now. And so the little over a million in the 401k, 300 grand in the cash account. Any other accounts like a brokerage account or a Roth that's floating around? Yeah, I have a Roth with that's worth 266 and uh, 48,000 of that is in cash. And then I have another brokerage account that's worth 46 and it, 22 of that is in cash. Why are you so cash heavy? You spooked by something? Uh, the world got you a little freaked out? No, I just, uh, I had that, sold those properties and then just, I should have been dollar cost averaging in, but I, I, I just didn't. And now I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> looking at it. And like, All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you another couple of questions here. Is there any cash outlay that you would have to make in the next couple of years that you can think of? And I mean... Like it, it could be that uh, you've got two kids, one's going to get married, or it could be that you need a new car and you desperately want to buy, you know, a $90,000 something or other. But like, is there anything that's coming up uh, within two years? Possibly a wedding, but I'm hoping not to spend it all on that. But uh, uh, I, you're not, I'm not going to let you spend 300 grand on a wedding, yeah. but what do you figure like 50 or some, what, what is the right amount? I'm like putting that in words in your mouth. So what do you think is a, the amount of money we should keep set aside? Yeah. Maybe 30 to 50. Yeah. All right. When you say 30 to 50, I say 50. Okay. That's what I read. Yeah, that's probably okay. Right now you're putting money into your 401k pre-tax or is it a Roth? Uh, it's pre-tax. How much money do you need to live on Russell? I'm thinking around five right now because uh, I don't have a lot of own the vehicles in the house. And you're maxing out your 401k in on that 135 a year. You're putting in the max plus the catch up. Correct. Do you have a Roth option through work or not? Uh, no, it's just uh, just that mm -hmm. the, the pretext. Okay, and I got you. And so the money you're, that you're saving is been mostly through your retirement account and the money in the brokerage account, is that money that um, you're contributing into that account or did that come from previous, you know, whether it was the re uh, the rental properties, but are you putting continue to put money in the brokerage account now? Yeah, it, uh, I, it automatically deducts about 200 bucks a month uh, that goes directly okay. into that. Okay, great. What do you feel like is you know, if you say 50 grand, I'm sorry, uh, $5,000 a month or 60 grand is like what you spend in a year. Where do you feel comfort in your cash reserves? Would it be 50 or 60? Is that okay for you as just a, oh, an emergency reserve fund, not the wedding part of it? Yeah, just uh, like six months of wages, uh, 
So another 50, you feel okay like that? Yeah, yeah, I'd be be comfortable with that. Okay. So now we know that of the $300,000 that is in the cash account, a hundred has to be kept safe, right? Correct. So now we have $200,000 to invest. How do you feel about like pulling the trigger and just doing it versus setting up a plan to dollar cost average? Uh, I'm about 50-50, yeah. So uh, if you're 50-50, then I'm going to tell you what. I think it's easier to just dollar cost average then. Okay. So we're going to put, instead of doing a lump sum, since you really haven't been invested, I think, I do think, by the way, the lump sum, you should just do that in whatever cash you have that's in retirement funds. Just get that to work. Don't mess around with that. You don't have to dollar cost average that. Okay. You know, like you're not, that money's going to be in there for a long time. So whatever is in cash, just put it to work. Don't look back. It doesn't matter. But for this $200,000, how about we just say 20 grand a month for 10 months? Okay. Now, what is in the brokerage account right now? What kind of assets? Uh, I'm looking at that right now. The brokerage account has got, it's mostly, you know, ETF spiders, uh, the QQQ. All right. That's that's fine. Is there any, do you have bond positions in, in the brokerage account or not? Uh, not in the brokerage account. Uh, in my Roth, uh-huh. uh, I, I did buy some bonds uh, recently. Okay. ETFs. Okay. Because... Because maybe what you should do is, and maybe if you don't want to do it in the cash account and you don't want to have that as, you know, you say, oh, you know what? I want to have just nice index funds. That's going to be my stock stuff. That's okay because you do have this $100,000 that is left out, 50 for the emergency reserve, 50 for the wedding. But maybe, I mean, you don't have a state income tax in Washington state. So it might be worth it to put some kind of bond position inside of the brokerage account as well. And it can be just a intermediate term bond ETF. Use that as part of your strategy of your investing, your dollar cost averaging. I would really encourage you to make sure that this gets done. Here's what's going to happen. The first time the market goes against you, you might stop yourself and say, oh my God, I don't want to get this. But, but, But you don't have to worry. You're in really good shape. You've got a lot of money. We're going to get the money to work and you don't have huge expenses, as you said, especially considering you're going to work for another five or seven years. Will you be due any pension from this job? Uh, no. And the social security benefit, do you have, do you, have you looked at that? Uh, yeah, it, it just, I did the quick calculator where you put your current salary in and it yeah. came at like 3,800 a month, something like that. I mean, you're going to be fine. So we're really just investing for you to be more efficient. And also, because I know the cash is going to be like, what's great is you're like, oh, it's at four and a half percent now. But as soon as it goes to two, you're going to be bummed. So I think we get you on the dollar cost averaging 20 grand a month, pick a few funds, exchange traded funds, index funds, get that money in there and get that money to work. And for the the 100000 that you're keeping out for the emergency reserve and the wedding, you know, you can do a couple of things. You, you might say, let me just throw this into a, a one-year CD. When do we really think a wedding could take place? Like in two years or one year? Uh, two, I'm guessing. So maybe you throw it into a two, you may put the wedding uh, 50 grand, put it in a two-year CD and your emergency reserve you can keep is cash if you'd like. But really you are in you're in great shape, man. Just like, let's get it going. I like people who are like, I don't know. I just kind of forgot about this 
hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars (laughs) sitting in a retirement account, sitting in cash. So it's okay. I'm glad you called because I feel like this is a, a solvable problem. And you know, I love a solvable problem. Very good. Thank you. All right. You got your estate docs done? Everything good there? I met with them last Friday. So uh, it's... Uh, oh, good. See, I like, I have like, I have like the effect of making you think that you have to get that done. So I'm very glad that you knew you were going to come on and you had that, had that answer for me. Yes, so you're a big good. influence on that there. All right. I love it. Hey, good luck to you. Thanks for giving us a holler. Hey, do you guys have dollar cost averaging versus lump sum questions? It's tough. I know it's very daunting because you get scared. If I put this all in at once and the market it goes down, what's going to happen? You'll still be fine. Believe me, you will. If you've got a question like that, or you're thinking about retirement, or your kids are about to spend a dumb amount of money on a wedding, and you want me to just be on the record telling you how dumb that is, I would be happy to do so. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. While you're on the website, check out all the beautiful content that lives there. Mark is the master of that web, and he does a fantastic job. You can subscribe to this show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Do me a favor. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Someone needs a little metaphorical or virtual hug from you. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.